2: So long,
3: farewell to what you thought would go so well. You can hold
0: on like hell, but it doesn't matter how you feel. This is the new real, this is the new real.
1: This is Shattered Souls. I'm your host, Karen Smith. This podcast contains graphic language and is not suitable for children.
3: This is the new real.
1: Welcome back. I told you before I'm going to relate a couple of pretty funny stories that happened to me along my years at the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office. Not every call I went to was doom and gloom. Not every call was a homicide there were plenty that were actually hilarious. And this is one of them. And it was actually funny for both me and eventually for the victim of this burglary that I went to. And here's the story. I worked the entire city of Jacksonville, which was huge, so I could get a call at the beach and then follow up with a call all the way across town, so I drove quite a bit, and in between all that driving, calls would come in, and what we would do is whoever was closest to the call, we would generally just snatch it from HQ when she would put it out over the radio. Well, that's how I got this call. It was a burglary to a restaurant, and it was way out Atlantic Boulevard, almost to the beach. So I drove down Atlantic, and on the left-hand side was this large restaurant, and I was familiar with it. I'd actually been there a few times for dinner. So I pulled into the parking lot, and I see this little old man standing there with his arms crossed. Clearly, he was pretty pissed. And I could see immediately that the front door had been smashed. The glass had been smashed everywhere. And I said, hi, sir, I see you had a break-in. Can you tell me what happened? And he was just so cross. His lips were turned down and he looked at the door and he goes, yeah, they broke my front door, the glass, and they took the tip jar off of the bar. And I said, anything else? And he goes, no, they just took my tip jar. And he goes, yeah, that's really expensive for me because I can't put it through insurance. It's $300 for a brand new glass door. And all they took was the damn tip jar. So there really wasn't a whole lot for me to do. So I processed what I could, the crossbar on the door, the bar. Really, that was about it. No shoe prints, no nothing, just a bunch of broken glass. So I did what I could, and I left. Two or three days later, I hear a call go over the radio, and it's the same address. And I looked at the call on my laptop, and I said, you've got to be kidding me, not again. So I said, HQ, just send that call to me, 10 4 so I get the screen, and sure enough, it's the same restaurant. So I drove across town to Atlantic Boulevard, pulled in the parking lot, and that same man was standing there in the exact same spot with the exact same expression on his face. So I got out of my van, and he looked at me, and I looked at him, and I said, your glass got broken again? He goes, yeah, and the son of a bitch took my tip jar again. Okay, so brand new glass door, took the tip jar, nothing else. He said, no, nothing else, they just took the tip jar. And I processed it again, he was really pissed off. It was another $300 out of his wallet. He couldn't put it through his insurance. And I said, sir, let me um, give you a piece of advice. Let's not leave the tip jar on the counter anymore. And he goes, well, I didn't plan to. I'm like, okay, all right, just trying to help. Two or three days later, sure enough, another call came in. I had to laugh because I said, HQ, send it to me. And before I could finish my sentence, HQ goes, 10 four eighty two twenty, sending it to you. Drive out, same man, same position. Now he's smiling. He's looking at me and he's actually got a smile on his face. And I thought, oh my God, what the hell is going on here? So I pulled in, I got out, I stood next to my door and I kind of chuckled. And he stood there and he kind of chuckled back. And I said, again? And he goes, oh yeah, yeah, they broke my door. And I said, I thought I told you to take the tip jar and not leave it on the bar. And he goes, oh, I didn't. The tip jar wasn't on the bar. I said, okay, what did they do this time? He goes, oh, they took the fucking Jack Daniels. I guess that's one way that trying to do some community policing really didn't help. They cleaned him out of Jack Daniels. I have no idea what happened. I don't think we ever caught this person. I'm assuming it was probably uh, somebody desperate. Alcohol tip jar kind of includes maybe somebody that was homeless or somebody that was just desperate. Regardless, the poor man had to fix his door again. He didn't leave the tip jar on the bar, and I think he started hiding the liquor behind the bar as well.
2: Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric. Cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing.
3: That's 25% off at lifelock.com slash iHeart. Identity theft protection starts here.
0: Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events.
2: So there's one fun story for you guys.
1: I have one more. This was also toward the beaches, and it was also a burglary, but it was probably the strangest call I've ever had. I drive out to this kind of rundown apartment complex. So I get there, and it's a two-story building, and it's kind of a beachy building, beige with like light blue doors and light blue trim. And I see this dude, and I don't know how else to describe this guy, but if any of you have seen Fast Times at Ridgemont High, I swear to God... It was Jeff Spicoli in the flesh. It was a surfer guy. He had the puka bead necklace. He had the board shorts, flip-flops, long stringy blonde hair, and he was just kind of standing there against the building. And I thought, well, maybe that's my dude. So I walked over and said, sir, are you the one that reported a burglary? And he goes, oh, dude, yeah. I came home from a really righteous day on the beach. (sighs) Somebody took my most favorite surfboard from inside my living room. Well, that's that kind of sucks. So he walked me upstairs to a second floor apartment and I could see through the living room that he had four or five surfboards kind of stacked against the wall in there and there was a big space between them. And I thought, well, okay, that's obviously where the surfboard was. But I looked at the front door and I looked at the windows that were out front and I said, well, I don't see any signs of forced entry. Are you... Sure that somebody came in that you didn't know. Of? Do you have a roommate? Do you have somebody that used to live here that maybe had access? And he goes, "No, I live here alone, and I know that somebody was inside my apartment." Okay, how do you know this? And he goes, "Well, let me explain my story." Oh, this ought to be good. Go ahead, tell me. I am part Native American, and because I am part Native American, I like feathers. Okay. And I leave my feathers that I find on the outside of my windowsill. And you can see them here. They're beautiful. Yes, they are beautiful. Well, I had a very special feather that was out here on the windowsill. And when I came home today, that feather was not on the outside of the windowsill. It was on the inside. Okay, so you're telling me that somebody came in through your window and then took your surfboard out the window? That's my best guess. Okie dokie. Do you have a back door? I do, but it's a patio. It would be out back. I said, okay, great. I'm going to go trip back there for a second. You hang out here. So I walked around back of the apartment, and I looked up, and right there, leaning against the back of his apartment on the balcony was his favorite surfboard. It was pink and white. So I walked back around and I said, sir, what color is your surfboard? Oh, my favorite surfboard. It was a beautiful off-white Gordon and Smith with three fins and it had this beautiful pink outline and he starts crying. I said, whoa, 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 dude, dude, chill. Your surfboard is on your balcony what my board is on my balcony oh my god oh my god and he goes running through his apartment and he finds it on his balcony and he comes back and he gives me this huge hug people i thought that dude was gonna blaze up right in front of me he was so happy yeah maybe you should lay off the ganj and um you know try some water try some vitamins Jacksonville was an interesting place to work. I'll be relating a couple more of these to you guys over the next few weeks. Oh, and quick update for you on the cases that I want to bring forth for season two. I'm still waiting on the FOIA request, but I am in touch with a woman in charge, and she's working her way through it as best she can. COVID is making everything really difficult for everyone, but progress is being made. So as soon as I get that case file, I'll start writing, and I'll start pumping out some of the episodes for season two. So just sit tight. But I'll try to keep you entertained with more of these ridiculous stories out of my case files. You guys take care. Be well.
3: This is the new real.